Welcome to Kwentong Filipino Canadian Podcast, the podcast that features the daily grind of Filipino immigrants in Canada. And my name is MC, your host, and this podcast is actually powered by SLA Canada, the place to be for international students and immigrants who want to study, live, and explore their opportunities here in Canada. Hi, Z! Welcome to my channel, SLA Canada, and welcome to Kwentong Filipino Canadian. And I'm so glad that you're here today with me and I'm so excited to hear your story. How are you today, Z? I am doing excellent. Thank you for having me and likewise, I'm really excited to be here. Yes, and I know you guys are like uh, watching from different parts of uh, the world, like different countries, right? So Z is one of the best vloggers in our industry, international education here in Canada. And I'm so glad that you are so approachable because I know how busy you are, Z. And you, I really appreciate that you squeeze me in into your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Like, look, yeah. uh, you're the first person I think who said that I'm the best YouTuber other than me. <laughs> because <laughs> I sing my own phrases all the time. Uh, yeah. But no, I'm absolutely stoked to be here because you're one of the best youtubers out there too i do check wow. out all your videos so um <laughs> super happy about this collaboration glad we made it happen so my my million dollar question for you z just to start this conversation now okay. what is your canadian story how did you start it here in in canada tell me about like what do you do right now right so i came to canada initially as an international student graduated and then yeah. worked at a few great companies for a while and now I'm launching my own business actually started the business already so kind of own my own business and have a great team got some amazing customers customers from different parts of the world uh yeah, yeah. so that's kind of in a nutshell that's me <laughs> yes so right now you have businesses i'm not just saying just one business you have multiple um businesses right now yeah. am i correct Z? yeah yeah just to go back like years uh let's say two years ago yeah and you went to Algonquin College in Ottawa right that's right yeah so I actually went to University of Ottawa oh, um, really? I was taking electrical engineering first and then realized that it wasn't really for me it took mm. me three years to realize that I wouldn't be the best engineer and I would put a lot of people under danger. Mm -mm. So uh, I called my dad up. I was like, hey, I think business marketing is more for me and I would be really successful if I study that. So mm -hmm. in my third year, I switched to Algonquin College. She had a two-year diploma program and I absolutely loved it. Uh, best thing ever happened to me. Yeah. So, so you came here. And then you studied at um, University of Ottawa, but you came from Bangladesh, yeah. right? Did you study in Bangladesh before you came here, um, like bachelor's or something? Until grade twelve. Yeah. Oh, K twelve. Yeah. Wow. So you were so young when you came to Canada. I wasn't super young. I could fake it. I could pretend that I was super naive. I, I was 19, but I was still very dumb. Absolutely. I was super dumb and naive. Like, um, yeah, I would still consider that young in a way that I didn't know anything about the world at that time. Yeah, I know. Like, if you're 19 and move to another country. So yeah. is it your, your, your plan to really go to Canada or is it your parents? 
No, it's very interesting. I never thought I would study abroad. Never in my life ever yeah. did I think I would study abroad. So just after grade 12, I wasn't the best student in grade 12. Um, my grades were subpar. Mm-mm. And um, a friend of mine just got into the United States like to Mm-mm. study abroad. Mm-mm. And that kind of inspired me. I was like, that's interesting. And of course, I wasn't being able to get into the top universities in my own country because my grades were not very yeah, high. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, maybe I could try applying abroad. And all of a sudden, my mom was bought into it. My dad was bought into it. And it just happened. It was never like a topic um, yeah. of discussion in the family that Z needs to study abroad. It yeah. was more like, okay, I brought it up. I saw a friend of mine who was studying abroad. I was super inspired by that. He was a very talented and mm-hmm. smart kid. And uh, we broadcasting live. That's cool. Um, is this <laughs> no, on YouTube? I just click. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. No, it's unlisted, but I forgot. Okay, just go on. <laughs> awesome. What, so did you actually put on an announcement saying that you're going to go live today? No, no, no. It's unlisted. It will be in my YouTube. Okay. So I can pu- publish it later. Oh, later. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. see. Okay, that's interesting. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious but so yeah it was never a discussion that was major in the family but when I, my friend did it I got inspired and I was like maybe I'll just do it yeah. but then I wanted to actually apply for states United States but oh. then the SAT came in the way I was like okay I don't want to write the SAT yeah. so like I chose Canada because it was easier but yeah. why Ottawa I never wanted to move to Ottawa, actually. Um, Ottawa was in my least preference. I wanted to be in Toronto, Waterloo, yeah, Vancouver, Calgary. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to be in the big cities. But University of Ottawa actually sent me the first letter of acceptance. Um, um, and my dad was like, let's not wait for others to come in. Just apply and then you can switch later. And then I actually just... App- and it, it's interesting. Like I never got acceptance mm-mm. from any other institutions other than Ryerson, I think. Um, but... Yeah, by the time I already applied for my visa, then I moved to Ottawa. Absolutely loved Ottawa. Uh, mm. Most peaceful city ever, friendly city ever, yes. calm and quiet. Uh, it not is, too that's busy, true. not mm. super quiet. Yeah, it's a perfect balance. I feel like when you're in Ottawa, it looks like you're not in Canada. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Europe or <laughs> no, somewhere. No, it's not that bad. It's not I, that bad. Like, it's uh, like a European vibe, I would say. I... I slightly not super but of course nothing like toronto or montreal like yeah. toronto montreal is just like insanity I, I don't know i can't speak for vancouver but um it's almost the same european as ottawa is, uh, it's almost the same european as city is quebec city it's almost the same as uh toronto but it's like smaller one because Tr- mm-hmm. toronto you have before you yeah. go to another place like another suburban let's say it will take you like an hour <laughs> but in yeah. uh vancouver it's easy for you it's very accessible but okay oh, great. so you transfer yeah. to another program how's the program like the business marketing did you like it how's the school algonquin Co- college Am yeah I saying it algonquin right? algonquin? College, one of the <laughs> best one of the best colleges ever i honestly if i was given the opportunity to become a brand ambassador for algonquin college i would do it oh yeah mm-hmm. um so it's amazing the teachers are extremely supportive uh great campus it's pretty big as a college it's not super far from downtown um they have tunnels everywhere so in the winter time you wouldn't have to leave the campus super convenient um what else 
uh, even the programs are amazing. Like I loved business marketing program. As I said, like it was one of the best things that happened to me. Uh, even their campus is modern too. I like modern campuses. So Mm-mm. yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So you'll, you'll study for two years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go super fast, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And like, what's with the program though? I just want to know more about the business marketing program. Like, I know it's completely different with the program that I took. It was business accounting. So more in accounting. Okay. How about yeah. marketing? Like, what did very you Very good question. Yeah, a very good question. So honestly, it's a lot about sales products. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you learn how to set up a business, um, the pillars and foundations of a yeah. business, more from a marketing standpoint. So I didn't learn a lot from the finance side of things other than just, you know, how to make a balance sheet or yeah. whatever. But, you know, I didn't learn about the VC or company structuring or whatever. Maybe when you turn it into an advanced diploma, that's when you get to learn about all that stuff. But in the diploma marketing, what you really learn is how to sell, how to market your products, how to understand how to distribute your products and how to present your products. Honestly, that's kind of it. It's like learning what are the strengths and weaknesses of your competitors, becoming aware of what are the avenues you need to explore when building a business. Mm -mm. It was really helpful for me. It's like when I was, after graduating, when I was actually establishing my business, I would actually go back to all my course materials and just flip the pages and be like, what was covered? Let's actually build out the structure. And it really helped me build out that frame for my business. And then but one thing I do want to say, though, students shouldn't expect that the program teaches them everything. Mm-hmm. Students should be aware that the program is simply a framework. Yes. And it's up to the student to do the homework and grow that framework. Mm-hmm. So if you don't grow that framework, you're just going to be building a very traditional business. So that's something that I would suggest students be like, don't take that as everything that you need to know. Mm-hmm. You take the framework, for example, the person who I am today simply because of an introduction to Google Analytics and one of my digital marketing classes uh, at Algonquin the, College. The courses just that you took. one topic, just one topic changed my life, literally. Yes, Google I Google Analytics, see that. they gave us a homework. Uh, they gave us a homework saying that, just know these terms. And then I went home and I was like, wait, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And and then, uh, like, for one Christmas, I learned everything about digital marketing. And today, you know, that's why I have a YouTube channel. That's why I have a business. That's why I have a business in marketing and all that stuff. It's simply because of one thing. Uh, and for everybody in the class, it was probably just an assignment. For me, it was like, this could revolutionize industries. That's how I saw it. And, and I am doing that today. Yeah. You did some freelancing yeah. when you were a student because I was watching your, your YouTube videos and you were saying that you did some like freelancing before. Did you think that you're going to have a business here in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. I would say I always knew I was going to go into the business route um, because growing up, I've always been passionate about how Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos built, built their business. And um so I knew I was going to do it, but I just didn't know how I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, experiences come in your life that kind of shapes up that uh, path for mm-hmm. you. But so, you tried uh, like yeah. a lot of things, right? You did like video, editing, yeah. like something like that. Like tell me like, like how things. many businesses yeah. did you like 
do yeah, when you started I, I here? Yeah, I would say over 10 or 12 businesses, but I don't want to glorify <laughs> wow. them. You see, like people, when I say they think, oh, I started a business, they think, oh my God, this guy probably built a massive business. Not really. Like a business is basically identifying a need and trying to create a yes. product or service and provide to that. You could be successful with that. You could not become successful with that, or you could be mediocre, mediocre with that. But the first few was just like me trying to create something big. So my first entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial thing that I was trying to do was um, I tried to create a, a platform or, yeah, I would say a platform for the University of Ottawa where people would see all the cool stuff happening on campus. Um, University of Ottawa could actually show off their buildings or residence. So I started working with the residents' buildings mm-hmm. to promote their new residences in terms of videos and marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started working with community life service. Basically, the platform was to showcase University of Ottawa in the best way because yeah. their media just sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is all before me learning anything about marketing and stuff. So anyway, I made some money out of that. It's not like I built a business out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, the things that I learned from that was I had a terrible partner. Um, there was no business structure. Mm. I didn't know how to really scale the business. And then, of course, after that, I, I launched a video production company. Mm-mm. Again, I've got bad partners. Um, but that one, although it was running well initially, mm. eventually it crumpled because we didn't have enough dedication to customer service. We had more mm. ego than serving the customers. Mm-hmm. So that was really bad. Um, and there was no formation again in, in a business way. There was no strict guidelines. It was just three friends, friends trying to do stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that didn't go so well. We shut it down at some point. Then I did launch Cityscapers, which was I was going to travel different cities. I was going to stay in luxury hotels, yeah. do fun stuff. Um, it was going really well. We were, we were working with some really big brands like mm-hmm. Ford Canada, Ritz-Carlton, Four Seasons. Uh, but at some point, I realized that there was so much work that goes into it, and it's not equally as rewarding. Um, so it's like, it doesn't make sense to keep pushing this because I will literally die like if I keep doing this because I wasn't sleeping well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there was, of course, some unfortunate incidents that happened. Then it, even, you know, I tried scaling my dad's business in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, then I tried like selling clothing to local uh, clothing shops. You tried a lot. I tried doing a lot of stuff. Like every time I had an opportunity, I tried doing it while still getting jobs in Canada and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I was all over the place. And, Mm -hmm. but of course, there were some really unfortunate incidents that happened around 2018. Um, almost got killed and a bunch of things happened in Canada. Not in Canada. I got killed when I went back, almost got killed when I went back home. Uh-huh. So something's really changed and shaked me up a little to learn two things. Mm-hmm. One was focus mm-hmm. on one thing and make it great. But I do want to say though, is sometimes you can't focus on one thing because you don't really have anything to focus on. Mm-hmm. Right? So for me, the first four years of trying out all those different things and avenues allowed me to learn what should I really focus on. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing was commitment. You got to commit and see the end of it. And for me, it was like I was jumping ships way too quickly. Mm-hmm. But again, I do want to still retract this advice because sometimes, yes, of course, when you see that, okay, like when you have seen the end of it and you see that, okay, this is not going to work out, you jump ship. Mm-hmm. But don't jump ship halfway. Yeah. So sometimes I was jumping ship halfway. Um, so... 
after I applied those two strategies and then I took my business skills from the marketing program, mm-hmm. then I launched this version of the business model. Still a lot to learn from what I did here. Mm-hmm. But this time I didn't jump ship. I kept on focusing, excelled in everything that I did and kept on growing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's where I'm at now today. Yeah. So right now you have a YouTube and now you have a business yeah. for international students as well, right? That's so right. it's yeah. doing great right now, right? Yeah, I have three businesses. One is a marketing company, one is the international student business, and the third one is a promotions company. The international business student business one and the promotions one are the most successful one. The marketing company is going to launch fully later on when the international student business grows to become a billion-dollar business. I'm going to go out there being like, hey, you want to learn how I built a billion-dollar business? Go sign up with my marketing company. I remember, so it's, it's credibility. Yeah. I remember when I was starting out as well, I, I tried different things too, but it's not like a legit business, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, coming yeah. up with different ideas and stuff. But when I got SV Canada, I also mm-hmm. tested the water. It was an accident for right. me. It's, yeah. it's just that it was uh, my passion to to do blogging it was blogging before like 2017 right. and i yeah. after graduation i created a youtube channel because i was bored <laughs> you right. know when you're bored you uh think something new out of the box so i started the youtube and did like how did you come up with your youtube channel like why did you start it let's take a quick break and so used to having everything in front of them right away that we forget that innovation just takes time. I, I myself, I get frustrated too. Why? And you know, this is being one of my best friends is, hey, I talk to you all the time. Hey, man, I'm frustrated in the fact that I can't seem to just get there in mm-hmm. the next day. But that's just not how these things work. Right. Innovation needs to be planned out. It needs to be very methodical. And then when it finally hits, that's when it seems like to everyone else that it it sort of just came out of nowhere. But to you, you know the amount of dedication that it took over that time. Um, I started the YouTube channel because I realized that I had a pretty unique journey to share. Um, It's interesting. You know, I say like I try to. If I, if I go on all the, the number of things I tried in Canada, I could go like for months, right? Yes. And the, the, it's funny because this YouTube channel was never my intention, but mm. I was, after I shut down Cityscapers, which was the travel one, I was like, I, like I always, if you look at my track record, I was always trying to build something that gets global attention, Mm-mm. right? That people from different parts of the world can follow. Mm-mm. So when I was... I was done with cityscapers. I was like, what's the next thing I could do? Mm-hmm. And um, like, I, I was like, what's the next thing I can do? And at that time, you know, people making funny videos mm-hmm. and stuff like that was, was trending. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, why don't I open a Facebook page and make fun of brown people? Yeah, you know, make, make fun of the brown uncles and aunties and just like, you know, make fun of traditional norms. Uh, because I was always against traditional norms. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I made like a demo video and I sent it to some, a few of my friends and my, my sister and my mom and some friends, this is a very important lesson for a lot of people. Some friends actually supported me a lot. They were like, yeah, let's go. You should totally do it. And some friends actually said, Z don't do this. And you know, like your normal sense 
people nowadays would say like, oh, these guys are haters. They don't want me to move forward in yeah. life, right? But I actually looked at that advice as like, okay, why would someone say no? So I asked my friends, I asked my, my sister said no. She was like, please don't do this. And I was like, why did you say no? She's like, this is beneath you. That's literally what she said. She's like, this is beneath you. Like you have said this image that people look up to and you can't do that because that would be 10 steps back for you. And I was like, why do people look up to me? She was like, look at what you have done in the past four years, just as a student. And I was like, that's interesting. So, and then, you know, I was like, well, like, okay, so then what do I do now? So, you know, I kept on thinking, thinking, thinking. And then there was one day I was taking a shower. All the best ideas come in your shower, right? So it's like (laughs) taking a shower. I'm like, what can I do? It's like, what do I have to give to the world? Mm. And then I was like, oh my God, wait, like I could show off the life of an international student. Like I do Mm. some pretty cool stuff. Like, Mm. and I'm sure I could show that off in a nice way. I was like, wait, hang on. I could actually help a lot of students with the whole guidance side of things because of the things I know. And that's when, you know, it started and that's when I opened up my, you know, business course materials and I was like, how would I lay this out? Because I'm not just going to start filming content this time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to build a business out of this. Mm -hmm. So I laid out a three-year plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, People think I just started making content, but I actually made, made business plans for one year, practiced, rehearsed, saw it from every angle, and then I launched this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, same thing with me when I started my my business. I was like, okay, what does, like, student need, right? Yeah. I was testing it. I was, like, doing my market research, too. Like, where do... Like, where can I place myself to their journey? So, one thing that I uh, noticed is, in terms of selecting their program... They're struggling mm-hmm. because I know we got a lot of programs in, in Canada. It's completely Canada, different yeah. in our home country, right? Like, mm-hmm. that is the purpose of my business. How, be, how about you, Z, with your business right now? I know that you have a purpose. Right. Something is driving you to, like, really help international students. Because I know uh, there is, a, you know, like, a problem in this industry, right? Yeah. That we yeah. have to solve. And for me, it's the academic side, like the, the career side of the student. How about you, Z? What's your, your purpose in your business? That's a great question. I have seen way too many international students depressed when they move to Canada. Mm-hmm. I've seen way too many international students give up on their dreams when they move to Canada. So mm-hmm. my purpose of being in this industry is to help international students achieve their dreams. Like mm-hmm. for me, I came with big, big, big dreams. Like. I'm so ambitious that I literally tear up, like thinking of how successful I want to be. Like it's that willpower. And I bet there are thousands of international students that move to Canada with that ambition, but they don't have the right surrounding. They don't have the right guidance. They don't have to get the right direction to go into the right place. So I was like, whatever we do, um, it's going to lead to international students being extremely successful and never settling for less. So that's kind of the purpose and the yes. mission for Connected. And also, like, when I also started my business, I I was, like, in that point where I wasn't making a lot of money because that, wasn't yeah. not, that was not my, my purpose, like, in the first place. Right. I know when you started yours, when you were doing that business plan, you are now, you know, spending time, but you're not getting mm-hmm. any money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you started 
the business. Am I correct, Z? Like, how was it? Because no, so you don't have, I was like, actually cash. I, I would say because of all my failures in the first four years, and you know that's something that international students don't do is they think everything is going to go smoothly as soon as they I graduate, guess. right? Uh, not really. Like, so I actually used the first four years of my education to fail as much as I could, so that by the time I graduated, I knew exactly what to do. So yes. you know, people when they start their businesses, people always drop their first source of income which is the, the primary way they're getting money. I actually never did that. Mm-hmm. I'm still making money from my previous income source. Mm-hmm. They're all the income sources that I had, I still have it. Um, I never dropped a single income source. So, but you know, it takes a little bit of maturity and a little bit of strategic thinking. But mm-hmm. what I would say is luckily, I didn't have that phase where I was not making any money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was always making money even when I was building the business out. Um, so that's what I would say to international students, though. Fail as much before you graduate. So by the time you graduate, you're set. Like, and also, as, like, uh, yeah. it's okay to make mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Totally. Yeah. Mistakes are like... That's why most international students have to settle eventually is because they're so afraid to make mistakes and yes. even get out there. Yeah. Like, and also cut off all your stupid friends. <laughs> like that's the most important part seriously that's true like, that helped me a lot yeah and also like uh forget about social life if you want to be like really yeah. successful here you have to cut yeah. off some of your your friends and also you have to select yeah. your friends here people would Absolutely. support you some people would bash you or some people would say that's a stupid idea some people would stay with you until the end yeah. right did you see that Absolutely. as well like did you experience that see when you were starting out like no one believes like are you crazy you're starting this crazy business in Canada, new country did you experience that see all the time yeah, every single encounter i would have even till date i get told that i can't do it in canada because canadians are racist i was like you just haven't tried you haven't met every canadian yet Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's not about Canadians being racist. It's about you not getting out there to make your own way and you just settling for less. Like, I've seen way too many people doing this all the time. And again, that's why, you know, I was able to achieve what I wanted to achieve. Every single thing that I've said, I've done, thanks to God. Um, and of course, it was a lot of hard work. But, um, you know, it's possible. That's that's just what I want to give to international students. Like, whatever you want, it's possible. It is possible. It's just you believing like you did your research too. And also like yeah. don't be afraid to do mis- like make mistakes, right? And like yeah. like you will have some sacrifices here. But I do want to ask you, what's the biggest mistake you made in your past? My mistakes? <laughs> there are a lot. I think, oh, um, whenever, I think trusting people. I guess because when mm. I started my business, we were I was seeing my business to have like a mentorship business where I could have international students with me. So I had mm-hmm. four uh, international students, and uh, uh, and then I, I was telling them like what I like you know my idea and stuff. And you know, at first you're not gonna make money, right? I was doing it for mm-hmm. free. So now, right. I think the biggest mistake was some of them created their own business, copied, copied right. the, the Oh, your same, model and then just took it away, yeah. model. And then the other ones just, you know, 
she's she's gone <laughs> like there's only yeah. one person who stayed with me so for yeah. me that was my biggest mistake like trusting people right away i guess yeah, yeah. how about you z <laughs> honestly i don't know <laughs> there were a lot so for me there were a lot um i think in business or i mean during your journey yeah i could have started my youtube like earlier you, you, you see like you can't because yeah of course you make so many mistakes right but then you realize that because of those mistakes you know so much more right it's like um but what would be one that would be like really dumb of me oh yeah maybe not okay asking people like oh my god uh... you know so asking people for information god damn it i suffered for that for, for the first two years right like in terms of renewing my visa um if i only asked people how to renew my visa i wouldn't have struggled so much right i almost got kicked out of canada like it's real oh, really? um i suffered a lot for that that was just six months or eight months of pain that i wouldn't want anybody to go through and the only reason for that was just i didn't ask people um so yeah you have That's to seek help. You have to seek help. And, and also, yeah. like, don't think that you know everything, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes there are people would be more, like, um, knowledgeable with something. And one thing that I, I learned, Z, is that you must mm -hmm. delegate. You must delegate, right? Yeah. So, let's say I'm an international student. I see some stuff, like, online that, oh, someone did it on their own you know they can yeah. apply on their own but again with all the stress and time that you have to put on like research and stuff there's something that you have to delegate mm -hmm. like sometimes you have to hire a consultant or hire someone who is like good at this area right you know what i'm yep. saying so with you with the mistake you had before you could have asked someone with that right easily easily um yeah but i messed up yeah totally learned from that yeah great idea too even you know so at that time i don't think youtube was even big to go to and watch influencers like us or you you know like who shares videos on this at that time there wasn't a lot yeah. so now like students have access to so many youtubers have gone through these troubles and stuff like that so just watch those videos take notes um there's always gold that's being shared out there so consume information yeah. yeah and also Z, during your 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 like your your you know with your business for international student let's say um what was like your sacrifices like i know it's hard like <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. handling clients uh like the hardest part of your journey when you, you were starting be, out yeah so in business so people so okay I, I always like preaching this to people. Don't get into business thinking that it's it's fun. You are your own boss. So many people get this the wrong way. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you get into business, you're actually becoming the employee for everybody. It's very late at a long time later because business, it's so selfless. Like you have to sacrifice so much that at some point life rewards you in unparalleled ways in terms of money, in terms of freedom. That's what you're looking for. As a, as a true business owner, 
what you get really rewarded with in life is freedom to do whatever you want. But that doesn't come in the short term. That comes in the long term. So what business people, they get into, into want to be an, becoming an entrepreneur simply because they, they say, I don't want to have a boss telling me what to do. Guess what? When you get in business, you get bossed around. And it's really a reverse thing that happens. It's like you want to be, you have to become responsible for your employees. You have to become responsible for the customers. You have yes. to become responsible for the partners. You have to be responsible for growing the company. There's so many responsibilities. And the whole time you're trying to like juggle everything. It's like, are my employees motivated? Are my employees happy? Can I make sure that my employees are going to get paid next month? Because if they don't get paid, they're going to leave. If your team leaves, you don't have a business anymore. Yeah. So it's like people think that being an entrepreneur, owning a business means about bossing people around. I Not know. really. You're actually listening to everyone and enabling people's lives. And you think beyond you. And I think that's the biggest sacrifice you make is that you cannot put your own interests on top of everyone anymore. It's like you put everyone's interests first and then you think of yourself and you seldom get time for that. But of course, at some point, the business grows to a point, you have more team members, you put in a few managers and that's when you get a little time for yourself, but it takes a lot of time for that. So, um, I would ask every international student who wants to own a business, mm -mm. please get into business to help people, to serve the community. Don't get in business because you just want vanity and want to look cool. Yeah, That's and it. also like just to make money. You know what I mean? That's not money. like a, yeah. a good happens, motivation. If like I want to yeah. have a business because I want to make a lot of money, you know. It, it's good to have a money drive though because the more money you want to make, the more people you can help, the more people you can hire and you, the more impact you can make. Because if you're only making a hundred thousand dollars per year, how many lives are you going to change? But if you can make a billion dollars with your business a year, you can impact a lot of people's lives. So it's good to be money motivated, but I will only say that to work out the math, whether you're going to make a lot of money or not, Make sure your market is pretty big. If your market's not big, then try to sell something that's expensive with a high profit. That's true. Uh, so make sure your market's big. Make sure that your brand can really solve a problem, like problems for people that they are aching to solve. It cannot be like, oh, like my neck is itching. Oh, I'm going to have a business. Mm -hmm. Like nobody cares about one neck itch a week. Week, You know what I mean? So the problem has to be really like agonizing or painful. Yeah. And then if you can solve that, people make a lot of money. And also like in, in our business, like here in, in Canada, like um, so there are a lot of agency there. You know, there are a lot of, uh, you know, like similar business uh, idea, but different mm -hmm. approach. Right? right? I have yeah. a different approach. You have a different approach. Now, Z, tell yeah. me what's your approach? <laughs> my approach is the best. Students. My approach is the best. <laughs> no, uh, mine is the best. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> so, my so why approach are you is, trying to change, Z? I try to honestly, I want to eliminate all the uh, terrible agencies in the industry. Mm -hmm. I do want to revolutionize the industry in a way that that students are prioritized because mm. what's happening right now in this industry is that everyone just cares about institution partnerships. Mm -hmm. I don't have any institution partnerships. Mm -hmm. I never cared about that. I was like, the in this whole journey of the international student making it to Canada, US or Australia, mm -mm. the most important person in that journey is the student itself. Yeah. 
not the institution, not the commissions of the institution. So、mm-hmm. somehow players like Apply Board agents, all of them, they just focus on you know just institution partnerships. It's like, hey guys, like even if the you can get the student to pay you and really like you know passionately solve problems for them. The student would love to pay you. So, like,、mm-hmm. there, this is one important lesson also for a lot of entrepreneurs. When I was starting this business, so many people said, "Z, you cannot charge students any money because、mm-hmm. everyone else is putting zero. Like, they they don't charge any fees." I was like, "Well, <laughs> if I passionately want to solve the problem for the student, I bet、mm-hmm. students are going to pay me for it.、Mm-hmm. I charge a thousand dollars per student, and I get paid,、mm-hmm. right?" So. That's it. It pretty much explains what we're trying to do. So,、um, you know, but what I'm really trying to do here is a hassle-free, one-stop solution for students, where they get everything from choosing their, you know, institution, study programs,、um, get their visas done. When they move to Canada, they get help with their careers and everything. So it's a one-stop solution. You have immigration consultants that you you have an in-house immigration consultant, basically, right? No, we are partnered with immigration consultants. As soon as it comes to the visa part, now the students' visa application. It happened since just last month, so moving on, all our applications are、yeah. going to be handed over to the. So you're not just、consultant. like referring students, you know, you know what I'm saying? No. It's, yeah. yeah, we have maximum control. Like we had really bad experiences before. Even I would suggest you to do this.、Uh, I know we spoke before about this, but because your brand matters so much, you made a promise to the student.、Mm-hmm. We are the faces to our brands. Those immigration consultants can just, you know, hide somewhere, but your students can just destroy your image. So、mm-hmm. our job is to make sure that our Brand controls in place, so I have fired two other partners before because they just didn't provide the best experience for my、yeah. customers. So now I actually grill people or partners before I partner with them and I、yeah. interview them.、Um, so yeah, all our、uh, partners are well vetted, and we are always the client-facing communicators.、Yeah. We don't just hand off people.、Yeah. Like for me, with my consultants, I made sure that they're trusted. And with integrity, when I was looking for、mm-hmm. consultant, I was like,、uh, you know, like long experience with with、uh, with experience handling different nationalities, not just Filipinos. You know what I'm saying? Because I have、right. tons of、um, viewers, right?、Mm-hmm. So same thing with me. But for me, my focus with with、uh, like the journey of international student is more on would. Do you like this program? At the end of the the, the program, like, do you see yourself doing this in the next ten years? Yeah. Because again, you're、right. spending, for me, forty thousand in a program, and then later on, you're not gonna practice. I feel like it's a waste、yeah. of time, money, and for me, absolutely. I'm making that、uh, you know like initiative to ask students, right? Mm-hmm. So something that I don't know if、um, if you would go into an agency or any company, would they really care about your they don't give a life?、Shit. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Yeah, like <laughs> they're there. That's it, right? And and for me, that's the reason I got into business. Like, what's the point of education if you can't do anything with it? Yes. Right. So. Yeah, we do help students look for education. We help students with their visa, but yeah, like of course, there's some students who kind of really piss me off saying that. Oh, I just want to move to Canada and just drive trucks. 
and get my PR eventually. I'm like, is that what you really want to do with your life? Like,、mm-hmm. sure, you go to those agents, but we do attract those subset of audiences who really want to make have an impact in their life and they dream big. They want to do something amazing. Yeah, exactly, and and that's why you know so. It's not about your education. It's about what you do after your education, and that's so hard for people to even get that perspective of. And we do our best to make sure that people realize that. Yeah, they always always focus on immigration and stuff. Yeah, a, like, too much. Yeah. Okay, you're coming here as an international student. You know that, not an immigrant. You know what I'm saying? Immigrant. Yeah. And then, like, Z, my other question for you is that: Is there something else that you want to try? Like I know you have that business set up now. Like you、right. have like an、uh, you have different businesses right now. But do you have something else to try? What are you proposing? <laughs> <laughs> What should we do? <laughs> I mean, with the 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 business that you have right now, what would be the outlook of your business? I mean, for your 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 for for international students, I would say right. Like, what would be something else that I would like to try? Yeah, that's something students would be, you know, excited about. Yeah, that's actually a very good point.、Uh, we wanna go into the events business down the road,、um, and we will have like mega conferences for international students、wow. or even just new immigrants to learn from industry experts and you know attend those conferences to meet their. You know, meet their idols or are their the people that they look up to, and just、like、get、mentors. inspiration and、yeah. the mentors and、mm. stuff like that, and just even entertainment, not just boring educational co-、uh, conferences,、mm-hmm. but entertaining,、uh, fun events where it feels like an experience. That's my dream. Like I want to do those tours all around the world.、Um, so that would be cool. So you still have that vision when you like you had that、yeah. business before, which. It was so hard to, to manage. So this is something very interesting. It's like I will always bring back everything、yes. that I did in the past, but in a bigger and better way. I never dropped those ideas.、Mm-hmm. I just kind of pivoted because I knew at that time it wasn't working. But in the future, I'm gonna make it work. You can still so, like、yeah. incorporate it somehow, that, right? Exactly. But this time, it's、exactly. gonna be another version, like better version. version.、Yeah. Way better version. Yeah. yeah. But so far, so far, so far, Z. Would you consider yourself successful?、Um, it's it, it's I okay. If I'm I was gonna say, thinking of myself, no, because I know where I need to get to.、Uh, but I get to hear like、so、the definition of success is different to everybody.、Mm-hmm. Some of my friends look up to me and say, "Oh my God, he's so, so super successful."、Mm-hmm. But like I will speak for myself, like no. I think I'm doing something amazing at the end of the day, which is which feels great. I'm 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 content,、uh, but I'm not content with me, you know, believing that I've reached my goal because I know what my goal is and it's it's crazy. So yeah, you're you're just、um, so, starting. Yeah, yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. But so far,、um, what would、yeah. be your like the greatest advice you have gotten? So far in your journey, I have gotten. Yeah, I have gotten.、Um, yeah, it's actually a very good one.、Um, I got it once from my dad. Don't hate. That's just what it is. Don't hate,、um, and don't think hate is even permanent.、Um, because of course, 
like there are so many important advices that I got, right? But the one thing that just popped in my mind recently, it's don't hate people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no point of it because <laughs> hate is simply a trigger of an emotion. Yes. And at some point it dies down. It's better because the more you live with so much negative energy in you, the more you drown yourself. So what I do is I always maintain a very neutral uh, emotion level like people can't get past at a certain point with me or I don't care too much about people past a certain point um, what it helps me to have is a, always a positive energy like level um, and I think it came from my dad like I was holding grudge against someone and my dad was like that's just a chemical a reaction that you had it will go away but at some point make sure that you recognize that and you let it die because sometimes you would want some certain people back in your life and it might get too late mm-hmm. and also like if you would have hate in your heart that would affect you not just you absolutely it will affect you on up. your business that would yeah. also pass on to your clients to your family, your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? It's contagious. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. really contagious. And it's yeah. not a good image. Yeah. You know, like if you incorporate incorporate hate in your business, trying to put like shit on other businesses. You know what I'm saying? Like in this industry, yeah. you have to be like fair, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I always focus on my purpose. Why am I doing yeah. this, right? The yeah. only thing that I focus on is that, okay, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to be part of the solution and not the problem. You know what I'm saying? That's it's the it. same thing yep. with UZ, right? So you're doing something good for international students and you're just focusing on that and not with all yep. other things that will just drag you down. It's just a waste of time. Yeah, I would say. yeah, I'm really good at that. I just never focus. Like my mom said this the other day. She's like, "You're really good at not letting things dragging you down." And yeah. I've noticed that. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, but that comes with experiences. Of course, I wasn't always like this. I trained myself to be that. So mm-hmm. yeah. And also, That's like, I saw you. Uh, you're so busy with your your business. You don't have time. So, like successful no, people or. People that are really focused on their goal, they don't have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like for uh, your business right now, I don't see you uh, you know, posting a lot lately, right? But you don't have to say it out loud. I learned from Yuzi. You don't have to say it out loud just to be successful. Sometimes yeah. it's better to you know, be quiet, like do it on your own instead of like, you know, telling everyone that hey i've done this or i've done that you know what i'm saying yeah let the work make the noise that's what i believe in that's true but thank you z for your time and i'm i'm so like that was like an hour (laughs) (laughs) yeah but thank you i could go all day it was so fun i told you it's gonna be one hour but thank yeah. you, and I've learned a lot, so much from you today, and I guess I hope uh, at least something. Oh yeah. You know, uh, there's, um, I don't, I don't think I was the, in my best shape today. I don't know, like there's something on my mind today. I'm not being able to open up properly. No, you did but, good. You uh, did good. We'll, we'll do these more often, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully we have, uh, you know, we inspired 
aspiring international students to dream bigger and also if they want to yes. have their own business always remember have a purpose and focus on your goal and 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 sometimes the the destination changes or the dream changes but it always adapts to become better like i had so many dreams like of opening up my chemical engineering firm or whatever but over through experiences international students are going to learn so the the best thing you said is like dream big please don't dream like don't settle for less like yes, that's, that's what true. i would say for international students but thank you guys for listening and thank you z and i'll see you soon in not wi-fi all right <laughs> Thanks for having me, MC. That was this was great, and we'll definitely chat more and find ways to collaborate. Yes, often. yes, yes. I want to be in your YouTube soon. <laughs> okay, absolutely. As soon as I get back to this, <laughs> like I need to come back. It's like I keep telling people I'm coming back this week, <laughs> yes. and then I never show up. So yeah, well, uh, we're yeah. looking forward to that. Z. Thank you for listening to the show, and please do follow us on Quento Filipino Canadian Podcast, and I'll be uploading this every week every saturday and please don't forget to like us and follow us on pinoy canada student visa and i also have youtube channel study live explore canada if you want to learn more about international education in canada thank you again i'll see you in the next episode paalam